Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Live Without Limits, Reach, okay, Live Without Limits, Personal Success on a Daily Basis. And today's presentation is the best type of therapy for you. How do you choose? So many modalities of therapy today. There's psychodrama, there's transactional analysis, there's the laws of attraction, and they all originally come from the early days of Freud and Jung and several others who were considered the fathers of psychology. So coming to the final decision to go for therapy is a big thing. And really, before the pandemic, very little was talked about when it came to mental health issues. But because people were indoors and isolating and not being able to interact with the outside world, it created a lot of personal issues that a lot of people just didn't know how to deal with. And that is what has brought psychology to the forefront today. It is a big step towards dealing with whatever you want to deal with and being in a better mental state. After the decision comes the next step, choosing a therapist. When looking for a therapist, chances are high that you will scroll through platforms such as psychology today, to browse through your options, you will notice that most therapists write the type of therapy that they offer in their bios. Oftentimes, this can be confusing, especially if you don't know what it is and the purpose of the different types of therapy. That is the thing, that unless you have a background in mental health or a background in psychology, often you really don't know the differences in the different types of behavior modalities and how they can help you. The paradox of choice kicks in in figuring out what is the best type for you becomes daunting. In some cases, they are seen similar, but then you wonder why they have different names. Well, they have different names because they address issues differently. It is important to have a clear picture of what you want to achieve in therapy, as that will help you decide the best types of therapy for you. While I can't do much to help you, what is 
clarifying the purpose of therapy for you, I can surely help you understand the different types of therapy so that you can make an informed decision when choosing a therapist. Now, 50 years ago, or a little bit more than 50 years ago, when I was in college and studying psychology and mental health, mental health was an associate's degree, and I was in the last graduating class before it just became a specialization with a bachelor's degree in psychology. And I also remember taking training in doing psychodrama and in transactional analysis and wanting to go into the mental health hospitals to, to use these modalities to work with clients. But because I didn't have the master's degree or the PhD, it, I did not have the right credentials. But here's the thing. I can become a life coach and still use those modalities, but without that master's and without that PhD, you're not licensed. And if you're going to have insurance pay for your therapy, you want someone who is licensed because they will pay for someone with licensure, but they will not pay for someone just because they're a life coach. And there's a site called Bonk.com where they, they look for life coaches and they get them sign up to become coaches on the platform. But then what they do is they make them buy credits in order to be able to submit to individuals. And, when, and the thing is, they don't tell you that they will automatically upgrade your fees once you bought credits and they'll just keep taking money off of your credit card and adding credits to you. And then if, you, if you're not aware of it before you know it, you can easily end up paying them $1,000 just to submit your name to clients or potential clients. And I didn't realize this at first, and only after they had charged me a second time, and I started realizing I was getting low-end credits, and no one actually was willing to, to accept my proposal. And then I, when I went to go make a complaint about them, that's when all of a sudden I found a lot of other people who were on there, and there was someone who was a life coach, and she said that she kept even lowering her fees and still never got the first client. So you just got to remember, you want a professional. And a life coach is a professional, but they're not the professional that the insurance company is going to pay for. So therefore, if you choose a life coach, often you're the one paying for it yourself. The five common types of therapy, and I may go into some others as well. 
cognitive behavioral therapy. And if you read Jung and you read Freud and their theories, you will understand where the cognitive behavioral therapy comes from. This is probably one of the most common types of therapy, and it is widely known as CTB. It focuses on understanding the connection between thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Therapists that conduct CBT help their clients recognize their thought patterns and how these influence behavior. After recognition, the therapist will help clients replace negative thoughts and perceptions with positive and more constructive ones, which will in turn change the behavior. CBT does not focus on dealing with things in the past. Rather, its focus is on the present thoughts and behaviors. It is widely used to treat a wide range of mental health conditions, such as different types of addiction, depression, anxiety, personality, eating disorders, interpersonal therapy. Interpersonal therapy can be known as IPT, and it focuses on improving the client's interpersonal social relationships to alleviate the problematic symptoms and distress. This is done through achieving four main goals, enhancing social support, and this is done by addressing interpersonal conflicts that could be resulting in social isolation, decreasing interpersonal stress. This could involve managing unresolved grief over the loss of a loved one, facilitating emotional processing. This refers to help dealing with emotional transitions such as divorce, breakup, change of career, or moving to a different city or country, improving interpersonal skills in the form of learning skills that allow one to deal with interpersonal conflicts that might be encountered with family, friends, or colleagues. Just like CBT above, it focuses on the present. But again, unlike CBT, it focuses on interpersonal relationships rather than thoughts. However, it does not necessarily ignore interpersonal conflicts. It just does not focus on them. It is largely used for clients dealing with moon mood disorders, but it is also effective, or rather effectively used for treating eating disorders, perinatal depression, and addiction. Now, one thing you will notice is in a lot of ways, a lot of these modalities really are based in 
communication and how you communicate with each other and deep down what you feel about yourself. And remember, when you're talking about depression, you're talking about those who suffer from real issues. And we don't realize just how important the brain is because if there's a chemical imbalance in the brain, this is why psychotropic drugs are so important when used the right way with people who have real personal issues like depression what used to be called manic depressive, which is now called bipolar disorder, and a few other things. So understanding what these each of these modalities are and how to, to work with them, and these are things that are talked about that are so important. And once we get through some of these, I'm going to go back and talk about some other types of therapies that are out there and how they all work together. Humanistic therapy, also known as humanism, this form of therapy focuses on helping clients understand how their worldview impacts the choices that they make. The focus is on helping the client understand the importance being their true self, as that is the first step towards living a more fulfilling life. Humanistic therapy focuses on all aspects of an individual, including their sense of purpose and well-being. Humanistic therapy can be effective in addressing self-esteem issues, schizophrenia, relationship issues, sustenance or substance use disorders, difficulties in coping and depression, psychodynamic therapy. This form of therapy focuses on how conflicts buried in the unconscious influence how people feel and the symptoms that they experience. Therapists that use psychodynamic therapy help the client resolve any existing conflicts with the client's past. Addressing these conflicts will eliminate unwanted and often negative thoughts and reduce symptoms of conditions like depression and anxiety. It is as effectively used for a wide range of psychological disorders, such as panic, personality, eating disorders, addictions, social anxiety, and PTSD. Now, you see, we've been talking about the psychodynamic therapy, but think about it. Think about the laws of attraction. And what does that talk about? That talks about the energy forces that you're putting out, whether positive or negative, and what they bring back to you. So when you look at the, the 
the secret and what they're talking about, you just got to realize they're all based on different modalities of types of therapy that are out there and how they work to help you as an individual. And this is these are things that someone who's just a life coach wouldn't know about if they hadn't studied psychology or mental health to begin with. Mindfulness-based cognitive therapy. When you hear or read mindfulness-based cognitive therapy or MBCT, think of cognitive therapy that is infused with mindfulness practices such as awareness of the present moment, meditation, and breathing exercises. Now, isn't that meditation when they talk about getting in touch with your inner self and who you are? It helps that the client stay in the present and shun negative thoughts regarding the past and the future. The, this form of therapy has proven effective in clients dealing with major depression disorder, generalized anxiety disorders, and bipolar disorders. It has also been used to improve general wellness of individuals suffering from conditions like brain injuries and chronic pain. So how do you know when therapy is best for you? Even with the knowledge that it can still be difficult to figure out what option is best for you, the beauty of therapy is that different types of therapy can equally and effectively achieve achieve the desired result just because it didn't list the issues that you want to deal with on the list of conditions that are widely addressed by the above-mentioned therapist should not be a deal breaker. The listed conditions are a drop in a sea of issues that a therapist can help you deal with using a particular type of therapy. In addition to the therapy type, there are more factors that influence the outcome of therapy. However, the relationship or connection can create with you. A therapist is one of the biggest predictors of the effectiveness of the therapy. And most therapists happily do consultations that both the client and the therapist can see if they are fit, gladly go on as many of these as you can and do some comparing. This will help you pick a therapist who is able to help you with the issue that you want to address using a therapy which is comfortable, or rather a therapist that you're comfortable with. It will also help you choose a therapist whom you have a connection with. Do not let many therapy modalities distract you 
and your therapist will be able to pick the type that works for you. Now, one of the things that I would like to talk about is to compare things like TA, uh, transactional analysis, the laws of attraction, psychodrama. Because when you look at those different types of, tra- of therapies and how they work together, then it will help you understand how they can really help you in your training because when you look at the different therapies and how they work together, here's what you need to know, especially when you compare things like how they, how they, how they look at the different ways and how they affect you and also look at how you can interact the different types of methods can really put you into a a kind of understanding of how it works. So beginning with a comparison of concepts and methods of psychodrama and transactional analysis, you want to clarify similarities. Now, when we look at this, what we want to do is take into account that when you take uh, take them into account and how they can compare, analyze the different types of behavior, it can really help you understand how they can really help you. So think about the different types. So let's look at what we want to look at, look at and see how it can really affect you because, the, and, and I guess the best thing to do is when you look at transactional analysis, it talks about the parent, the adult, and the child. The child says, I want. The adult says, I'm able to. And the parent says, you should. And the things that you hear being said to you are the things that you eventually integrate into your your mind and your thoughts and how you you tend to perceive them. And what happens? It it takes you into a position where you really are are, are looking at the different theories. Well, okay. So let's look at how TA is, is recognized, the human personality, and they look at the ego state, and each of which is an, anti, an entire system of thought, feeling, and behavior from which was, we interact with each other, the parent, the adult, and child ego states, and the interaction between them from the foundation of transactional analysis theory. TA was founded by Eric Byrne in the late 1950s. Eric Byrne was born in Canada in 1910 and died in 1970. 
His field of expertise was rooted in psychoanalysis. His ideas for TA developed from Sigmund Freud's psychoanalytic theory that childhood experiences have a great impact on our lives and adults and on the basis for the development of our personalities and psychological and emotional issues they suffer. Now, also, here's what we, we want to look at when we look at these things, simply because when you look at psychodrama and the way it, it looks at different types, well, in TA, what happens? Well, what you're dealing with is that it's the things people say to you and how you internalize them and how you keep hearing them in your head and how you deal with them. And he looks at it as a form, a way of developing interactions between people. Like, think about it. Oh, yes, but. Oh, yes, but. Think about the things you say. Oh, you know, oh, yeah, I'll do that, but here's the excuse for why I'm not going to. And also, we want to look at how it can really interact with you. Also, let's look at psychodrama because psychodrama is a way of acting out and, inter and, and, and saying things that you don't know how to say or what to say by having a support system in it. So let's look at what psychodrama. This type of therapy incorporates aspects of role-playing, dramatic self-presentation, and a group dynamics that help people gain greater understanding and insight into their lives and experiences, which it, or rather, while it functions as an individual therapy, it utilizes a group format. It is rooted in psychology, but it also incorporates elements of theater and sociology. So, and this, I'm going to talk about the warm-up stage, the action stage, and the sharing phase, but we're going to quickly go through this to help you understand it. The warm-up phase is a period in which members of the group introduce themselves, work on establishing trust, and create a sense of group cohesiveness. The action phase. Action phase involves creating and acting out a scene from the individual's life. The therapist acts as a director to guide the individual, known as the protagonist, and others in the group through a scene using various techniques, including doubling. The individual observes others as they act out scenes, events, and conversations so that the individual can watch. This technique can be useful for helping people gain perspective or when someone needs to help some emotional distance in order to better understand their emotions. Okay, so 
Then there's the role playing, and this technique involves individual portraying something, often a particular person or object, that is a source of stress and conflict in their life. Role reversal, which is the technique involves the protagonist acting out the role of another person in their life while another actor plays the part of the protagonist. Soliloquy. In this technique, the protagonist describes the inner thoughts and feelings to an audience. The goal of this is to help the individual gain greater insight into their inner feelings. Now, when you understand the difference between psychodrama and transactional analysis, it can really help you understand just how communication plays a part in every aspect of the things that you have done. And I happen to have been trained in both, in conducting groups in both back in the day. And this is why as a life coach, I can help you. And you can go to my website. And that website is the onepersonalcareercoach.com where you can sign up for either individual or group coaching.